0: Welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to do a shout out to at Fat Lazy, who was so supportive around the classic game watch party. Great bloke, great views. Speaking of, views of my own. What a day for him. That soundbite means we have a new segment, Love League Dedications. That's right, this is everyone's special chance to nominate a special someone in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account, anyone that they think deserves some love. <laughs> The first ever Love League nomination has gone to Shirl and Lil, at Sherl and Lil. They were nominated for their huge support of Rugby League, um, even though they're fresh fans. And I think they're throwing all of it at the Toronto Wolfpack. They were nominated by at Ernie Oz. And so their LLD poem is, Shirl and Lil, our hearts they do fill. And next nomination was by at Voluntary Tackle. Uh, Eamon wrote, Todd Byrne. As a Roosters fan, I've finally gotten over, uh, forgiven you for 2004, Todd. I no longer want to push you into a river. So romantic. His poem is Todd Burn, Todd Burn, for you our hearts still yearn. <laughs> the next one's nominated by Janus underscore Matthias. And his LLD goes out to Jason Demetrio. He says that they were meant to be together, but their stupid, abusive partner prevented them. These, uh, Jason's poem is Roses are really red, violets are really blue But the coach Giannis really loves Is Jason Dimitriou yes. At Trinidadas Martin They've uh, LLD'd Scott Gornley He said that when I was a kid My dad was my footy club president And he was out selling raffle tickets To win a camper van to raise money for the club Scott, on his holiday, was walking past and just decided he'd stop what he was doing to help us sell tickets. Top bloke. He gave up two hours of his time, wasn't asked, didn't have to ask anything, and always loved him for that. So Martin, our LLD, is going out to Scott, and it goes like this. That man in the caravan is hot. It could only be Martin's man, Scott. Scott. Thanks, everyone, for your nominations. Hope your LLD gets nominated next week. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! We appreciate everyone online producing funny, insightful, and fair content. If you see something that tickles you, you can get involved with the podcast by recording yourself, reading it, and sending it in. Look for those links in the share notes or our Instagram bio or Twitter. And trust me, fam, being me is easy and fun. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Saturday, Dogs vs Raiders 1994, round four, as voted by you, the fans. We watched this one on NRL.com uh, with a bit of a watch party. It was so much fun. First half, uh, we saw the Dogs dominating. Rabs and Sterlo talked us through the game, and Rabs at one stage said, Did I just see a hint of a sidestep? He was full of, he must be full of confidence. And he was talking, of course, about the great Marty Bella, who I'd not really seen before, but in this game was great for the first, say, 15 minutes, and then he disappeared for the rest of it. I think he was on the tail end of his career. So the big boy, anyway, looking at his hair, he looked like he was cooked. So, uh, anyway, he, he was great for the bits that he was there. The first half, though, saw dogs super offloading. They killed. Um, Canberra with that T-Lamb constantly making breaks of wraparounds and little one-off balls, particularly from Jim Dimmick and players like that. Unfortunately, on Canberra's side, Smell My Finger was terrible. He had a couple of little highlights maybe in the second half, but oh, so bad in the first half and really not great towards the end of it. And uh, Ricky Stewart, non-existent in the first half. Daly got injured um, in the second, or in that first half, which meant in the second half, Stewart really had to stand up, and he did. At Fat Harry Lazy tweeted, even with Sticky's mistake, it was still champagne rugby league there for the Mullins try. I mean, Mullins looked great, swerving everywhere. Fat Harry ladies used that beautiful champagne rugby league uh, coin of a phrase, which we love hearing this period of time. Uh Ricky Stewart even did a tap start with no marker. Was gonna have to play the ball, tapped and went. So many great bits. Um there was a there was a time when <laughs> When Canberra got stitched up by a six-again call, Lamb touched it, and it was not called six-again. Canberra lost the ball in that exact same play. I wonder if that was the original uh, six-again. But we did see someone kick out. I think Mullins kicked out and hit Lamb in the crutch. We saw a drop goal. Uh, there was a bit of a fight. It the The game had everything. But what I really want to talk about is Scott Wilson. I don't know who he was while I was watching it, but he was dominating for the Dogs, particularly in the first half when they were on top. And of course, uh, I asked the amazing community of Twitter, "Who on earth he was?" I said, "Who was Scott Wilson? Why is he the best player in this game?" And unsurprisingly, Twitter got back to me at like a Tiger Four wrote back saying, "Got nothing on John Wilson," and you know, Joylet Jake, uh, I appreciated that because <laughs> I was also there. But then at NRO conspiracies wrote. He played for six in row clubs and left South after testing positive to cocaine in 1990 and then he went to North, the Bulldogs twice, where he played his best football at halfback for the first time, the Chargers, Western Reds and Cowboys, a player who never reached his potential. There was a sad warning from at Ted Baxter 99 who wrote, Scott Wilson, another wasted career, stay away from drugs, kids. So sad. This amazing memory stamp then came from at Special K Online who said, I remember this card, and he put out the Scott Wilson New South Wales Rugby League card, and far out, I also knew it straight away. There was this measured response from At West Sydney Sport. Probably one of the most talented rugby leaguers ever, but struggled with off-field issues. Played uh, first grade at 16. Unbelievable. But then there was these two all-star tweets proving once again that social media is the best. The first was from well, the first one I'm going to read is from at the Matt Bungard, a blue tick account talking to the pod. Fun fact: Scott Wilson debuted for South after playing Reggie's the same day in a win over Manly. The New South Wales rugby league later deemed him an illegal replacement and stripped two points. Phenomenal knowledge. Straight off the top of your head, Maddie. Thank you for that. And get around there, incredible podcast at Boom Rookies. And at underscore Billy Buttons, who's from the Screaming Eagle podcast, another great one, wrote, Scott Wilson was our local garbologist. Phenomenal. What grade tweeting score? Well, at NRL Bulldogs fan, yet another great podcast and a huge uh, supporter of this Sports Best Friends Classic Rugby League uh, watch party. They were at the clock beats the Canberra Raiders' comeback, and a tiring Canterbury side did enough in the first half to hold on to the end. What a game. Thanks, at Sports BFFs, for hosting this watch party. We had a blast. They are such a great account. Get around them. Uh, incredible quick summation of that entire game. Uh, and so, great account for any Doggies fans, or anyone who's just keen on good-natured rugby league. Uh, the big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. News. At the start of the week, we were talking about the pay deal for the players. At Joel underscore Thompson 12 tweeted, and before I actually said what he said, he has recently been on an incredible uh, podcast, and I'm going to get to later, but get around Joel Thompson on Twitter, Instagram. Phenomenal bloke. I'll get to that more in another podcast chat further down. He wrote, I can guarantee you all, everyone involved is working extremely hard to keep the game moving forward and to survive will be retired one day and the next crop of players will come in. It's important that Rugby League lives on forever. Well said, sir. He was obviously talking about some players. I think Joey LeLu at the beginning of the week was talking about what needs to happen in the NRL, blah, blah, blah. Joel, very measured, sensible approach, came out and told all of us that everything's working and it's going to be fine. Uh, we then joked around through the week at Macau, Macau Boys, sorry, played the Melbourne Storm Blue Tick so well. Like a set of drums. Melbourne had tweeted out, In the next hour, reply to this tweet with your name and number. You, you would like um, to get a chance to have your very own storm wallpaper. And McCowboys cowboys wrote books too. And so ended up having a <laughs> a storm cover that said two books. <laughs> Phenomenal, sir. Uh, speaking of phenomenal the amazing count the amazing account at badly drawn rugby league got to get around that so much fun so much silliness and he's just or she's just recently come out with a rugby league homeschool homework and they've drawn or, or they've found a whole bunch of incredible and they look like 90s coloring in sheets that you can do with your with your family or by yourself some mindfulness moment excellent job drawn badly rugby league we also saw this account rolling out at nrl underscore twit and they're just nrl images that precede unfortunate events and it's just photos with no comments um that are incredible about something we know they're famous moments um and something bad happens just after this but it's the photo just before it's fantastic idea for account absolutely hilarious and then this podcast which launched this week and this is what i want to talk about um before about joel this is amazing it's by at juke number one that's his uh, at, that's his Twitter account, Get Around uh, Jake Duke, number one. He's a reporter um, and he's doing a phenomenal job of not sounding like every other rugby league reporter. He's released a podcast called Refuse to Lose Podcast. The first one was about James Roberts. James is his super best friend and has been for a long time. So the interview is incredibly honest, candid, open, entertaining, funny. It, it's everything you've ever wanted in a podcast. It's just two people really opening up and, and showing you who they are. And James Roberts, uh, understandably, has not been this kind of person to open up and show who he is because it it would be challenging for someone like him who has been through so much um, in their life. And, and so it's incredible to finally hear his story. It's inspirational. And I was concerned that Jake's um, relationship with uh, relationship with James was why it was so good, and so I was worried to hear that the second album syndrome might happen with episode two. But he found Joel, who also opened up, had an incredibly difficult childhood and teenagedness, and still fights with a lot of demons, and was incredibly on- honest and open, and, and and funny and silly and entertaining, uh, and again inspirational and a must podcast. Stop listening to ours right now and go and start listening to theirs. not even joking. I'd much rather you unsubscribe to this and subscribe to that and fill your hearts with incredibleness than listen to me waffle on about it. Um, the week ended though with talks about Rugby League Island. Now at Khan Cam Magic Men Wrote Velandi is on at triple M, NRL wants game to start again on June 1st. Stated government has exempted the NRL, just needs to play in a suitable environment. Also stated that when the game stopped, the infection, the infection rate here was rising and at 24%. Now it's dropped and continues to drop, and it's under 4%. So super exciting. I had a chance to speak to some people off record recently in the NRL, and they were all very confident that was happening around June, July. Uh, and now we've, we're starting to hear that now publicly, so this is super, super exciting, and I hope everyone is staying at home doing the best they can to keep the numbers down for Rugby League at Renegade Dugongs, and this is where the lols came out about it. The Rabbitohs training sessions on NRL Island will be difficult because I have no idea how they'll stop Damien, Coop, Damien Cook running away to go sprint on beaches. Mwah! Incredible content. At, mm, at Monty, with a zero, Paul Montgomery. Which idiot called it NRL Island and not Triassic Park? Tri- Triassic Park. Montgomery, you beautiful bastard. What a tweet! And uh, it's not easy because the wow is going to be a hard one this week. I mean, you know that this was a hard wow this week. But congratulations, got to go to at Macau, Macau boys who was our sports best friend Tutor of the week, getting Melbourne to say two books. Too good, sir. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean am I feeling? Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials and join us again next week. And if you need a giggle, hit up a Tudor Advocate. This week, their rugby league content was thousands of lawyers line up outside Centrelink as NRL competition suspended. Thanks, Frankie DeRoot. Talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.